0: As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're gonna wanna listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly, mm
1: magical friends i'm ali michelle and i'm raquel mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic yes we're so grateful you're
0: spending this present moment with us today now let the magic begin
2: so I think the magic that we can give to ourselves is to accept where we are and know it is perfect and know that all is well and yet listen to your gut and follow that. Follow where where you know because how many people do you also know that they knew they should have left that relationship X amount of years ago. They knew they, they should have done this or they should have done that. It all begins with us, with each individual, right? If we don't love ourselves, we can't love anyone else. If we're violent to ourselves, we will be violent to others. It just starts within. Before Allie and I introduce
0: our brilliant next guest, I wanted to secretly record a plug for Allie's poetry book behind her back. <laughs> she has no idea how to do this. Anyways, Explorations of a Cosmic Soul is out and it's out on amazon and i just can't emphasize enough how full of soul and wisdom and magic it is ali has poured her heart and soul over the course of this past year as she has been through a lot a lot more than meets the eye i could just imagine people glancing at her instagram page for the first time and just assume that her life is full of rainbows and butterflies and beautiful jungle leaves and that lion's mane hair because she said beautiful and life seems so easy but no i mean she's human having a human experience and as a human you are gifted with many challenges and hardships so you can grow to be an even better version of human and how does Ali cope when she has to deal with these human experiences as a cosmic soul <laughs> She turns to her greatest source, her greatest guide, herself, in her words. And these words can help us all as we explore our cosmic souls. And as a poet myself, every single time I open this book, it moves me, it inspires me, it sparks something in me. Some of her poems can be part of my creative process for that inspirational spark, and I hope it can be for you too. In fact, I don't know if you listened to our recent episode where I asked Ali all of the Soul Tribe questions about her creative process and inspiration for writing for her poetry book, but what she shares is just raw and real and true in a poetic way. If you love art, if you love poetry, if you love anything soulful and moving, I highly encourage you go grab your copy of Explorations of a Cosmic Soul on Amazon. I will leave a link to that below. Ooh, and in fact, come to think of it, she has a cosmic giveaway for the Soul Tribers in our secret Facebook group, which I know is pinned to the top of our page. The winners get an original poem from Allie herself about them. I mean... Okay, who does not want an original poem brought to you, written for you by Ali Michelle L.? I mean, come on now it is time to introduce our amazing guest. Hello, Soul Tribe. We are so excited to learn more about a subject that has piqued our curiosity in recent months as the numbers 44 and 444 have become so prevalent in our lives and we are beyond grateful and honored to interview one of the leading numerologists, Felicia Bender, also widely known as the practical numerologist, to dive deep into numerology, and she was even kind enough to give us an in-depth reading later in this episode.
1: Felicia is also the author of Redesign Your Life, using numerology to create the widely optimal you, and has two books forthcoming in 2018 that we cannot wait to pick up, The Ultimate Guide to Numerology and Master Numbers 11, 22, 33, which is some of our favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may also find her work on the Elephant Journal, Numerologist.com, The Numinous, and many other media outlets. The resident numerologist for AstroStyle.com. Felicia uses numerology, spirituality, and her intuition to understand people on a much deeper level, helping us validate our life's purpose and giving us that guidance that we need to develop the tools to understand how to trust our intuitive language.
0: Hello, Felicia. What a resume! <laughs>
2: oh well thank you i'm just so thrilled to be here actually what a great way to start the new year so thank
0: you love your beaming energy i can feel it and also for any listener that is new to this practice or has no idea what in the world numerology is what is numerology and how does this help one develop a greater sense of self and reveal their life's purpose
2: well, it's interesting because kind of the reader's digest condensed version. Because mostly, whenever someone does find out I'm a numerologist, they're like, What is that? They have no idea. So very very basically, numerology is the is a science and art of numbers. It the kind I use comes from Pythagoras. I don't know if you women were paying attention in math class. The the um, Pythagorean oh, yeah, I get,
0: yeah.
2: Okay, you were paying attention. I was not. Just Some so point. you know. I actually
0: would need a reminder.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I. Anyway, but he was a he, he was a, a Greek. Uh, he was a mystic. He was a scientist. He was uh, a mathematician. Uh, He was into astronomy. He would have been a really interesting guy to sit down and have cocktails with, I can imagine. And, you know, basically his, he, the, the idea about uh, around numerology is he posits the idea that numbers carry with them, not only a quantitative value. So like one apple, two apples and so on, but numbers carry with them a vibration, a vibratory influence and a frequency frequency, like a sound frequency. And with that, it, we, we all are living in a kind of numerological matrix, if you will. And it's kind of freaky, but it also is one of those things where, you know, now that we're in a technological age where, where everything is digitized, <laughs> we can kind of understand that a little bit, a little bit better or, or wrap our brains around it. So it's kind of like, I kind of liken it to gravity, the cloud, right? Cell phone reception, all of these frequencies are going on they have effects, they have influence they have meaning, we don't have to believe that they're there for them to be functioning right? So basically we believe in numerology that uh, everything carries with it some kind of imprint uh, with, with the numbers that it carries and for us personally uh, it, it, it um, transpires through our name our full name as it's given at birth we also can look at our current name and see what that brings to the mix and then our birth date and so So with that, we can we can see what you signed up for. We can um, see what cycles of time you're you're experiencing, what you what you will be experiencing and what you have experienced. And we can look at your personality profile and uh, give you a pretty strong indicator of, you know, what you checked in to do and to learn and how you're going to go about that.
0: Okay, I can see why you are so fascinated with numerology and why you took this career path. That is so cool. What inspired you to devote your entire life to numerology?
2: You know, the short story there is that um, I, I, when I was in my early 30s, my mother um, passed away um early, she was 59 and she and I were close growing up, but we got had a very strained relationship when she passed away. She had a lot of addictions and uh, some mental health issues and when she died, I felt like things were really undone, you know, and unsaid and it was an impetus for me to really, Uh, I really went on this spiritual gauntlet at that point. I was married at the time. I had two small kids. I was getting a PhD. My marriage was unraveling. I couldn't really admit that yet. It was like my entire world was, was just crumbling and dissolving. And I, I, I had to find some answers somewhere and I, I went through and I found out everything uh, through courses and books about, Oh gosh, you know, all of it through energy and psychic work and, and healing and all of that. But it wasn't um, until later on that I was in a bookstore, a book kind of jumped out at me from the shelf. I'm sure you've experienced that, right? It's like, where did this book come from? Oh Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't a book on numerology because I've got to tell you, it is really a cruel cosmic joke that I do this because I hate math. I hate it more than it so anything on the planet, and it was—it has been my most anxiety-producing ever in my life. And, uh, so I say that also for any listeners who like math, it, it really isn't math. It, it, no it'll give you a whole new appreciation uh, about numbers actually. But I, I, read that book. It had something to do about career guidance, but it, and it used some numerology in it. And I read that book and I was like, wow, this, I mean, I did mine, I did my parents, I did my significant, my kids, you know, all of that. And it was so so accurate. It was so amazing. And I was like, I just can't get enough of this. So I just immerse myself. And it's so cool too, because, you know, while you can, you know, meditate in a corner and that's all great, this is something that you can turn to, you know, you can, you can pick it up, you can go look it up, right? You don't have to intuit it all. It's a book, it's in a reading with somebody, you know, something like that. So it's something that you can use as a tool to help you, uh, to help you grow and to help you understand.
1: It's so interesting because something that I noticed with people who are living their purpose and are very tapped into their heart is that they usually have this shifting moment in their lives where everything begins to crumble around them, like their foundation. And that's kind of like the alchemy and the redirection process into their purpose because now you're providing people with these incredible tools to empower themselves. And so. I would love to know more about like the common reasons or challenges you see people facing and why they choose to seek guidance in numerology.
2: Well, it's really, it's exactly what you've just observed is that I think that we all intrinsically know that we're here for something, you know, that it's not just a random occurrence that we landed here somehow. And I think most people who are uh, uh, in any way awake, um, who are seeker, who are seekers, really have this strong, strong, intense desire to know what that is and to know that they're doing it, you know, in some way, making, making their way on that. And so when I meet up with people, usually it's because they're experiencing a similar thing that I did. Everything that they know has just turned upside down, you know, Um, that every, every, all of their sense of identity, they've lost people, they've gotten a divorce, their job, they've got health problems. Other things that we consider tragedies or or catastrophic that are actually, um, they're they're catalysts for our growth, right? They're catalysts for our self-actualization and self-realization. And I find that I'm able to, um, through numerology, bridge those gaps for people. It doesn't take away... Uh, the, the trauma, it doesn't take away the, the sting or anything else, but it can, it can allow a, a framework uh, to conceptualize why this is happening and what you can gain from it and what you can glean from that experience, right? And, uh, I find that people either are annihilated or they move into their next level of spirit, what so-called, you know, spiritual evolution. And it's, it's a choice. It's a choice that we make during those times. But that's when I find people are really, um, really seeking this with, with transitions. And I also find people who are actually really in it, you know, they're in it to win it and they just want to keep, um, that momentum going. You know, they, they just want some validation. They just want some extra information. And those are awesome people to work with too, because you can really, you know, really get down and dirty with the the good stuff and how to really optimize what they're experiencing. So those are the two, the, the, you know, the two extremes basically of people who, who seek out numerology, at least in private sessions or something like that with me.
1: So beautiful because you're teaching them to extract every drop of wisdom and every lesson from even the toughest situations. So no matter what, it's like they're empowered by whatever arises in that moment. And I'm so curious, before you do a reading, do you have a ritual or routine that you practice to align to be a very clear channel for anyone who sees you or maybe for yourself when you're seeking your own inner guidance?
2: Well, it's really um, cool that you asked that because I used to do some energy work and I felt so anxiety ridden about having to do a certain amount of meditation right before and do all of this stuff. And what I found that numerology actually offers me is that that is my tool. So it, it is and it, it feels very easeful for me. All I need is this rubric and then I am the channel for that. Um, or at least I feel that for me, so I feel a real flow with that. Um, that I'm able to simply um, translate. Like I'm a translator, so it's a really wonderful um, place to be because I I can simply translate. I get messages from wherever I do through the numbers, but also I find that when I'm with people, I'll. Say things I would never say, or I would use language I would never use, or use a song or an example, and it speaks to them in some way. And it's a wonderful thing for me because I can do that, and then I don't have to carry that with me. I don't know what you both do for a living, or if you, I mean, I'm sure that since you're emotionally sensitive, a lot of times people in this sort of self help industry get bogged down with other people's goop, right? You know, you, you leave a session and you feel like, Oh my God. But through through this tool, I find that it keeps me pretty clean. Um, and I really love that about it. And then just, I have created my life around certain self care, uh, tools that I do on a daily basis that help me be ready for that. You know, I do, I exercise, I do meditation I, you know, do other things on a consistent level that help keep me um, prepped for it. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. It sounds like you've really created the structure for yourself to stay supported so that you can help other people to keep your cup filled with light and really just align to your spirit. So it's amazing hearing how numerology can help that. I really want to dive more into that. But I'm also curious on how it determines relationships to other people, whether that be in friendships or romantic relationships. Can numerology determine your compatibility?
2: Well, I, I like to stay away from it being a crystal ball. You know what I mean, or a defi- or a definitive thing because my personal um, my personal position here is that I've I've spoken with so many people, so many clients, so many just people who have had very um, damaging readings, whether it's numerology, a psychic reading, a this or that, where people get you know say you know your name is cursed or you can never make money or whatever, and it's like I just think that that's BS. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I feel like this is a very profoundly sacred tool and that it is only used for good, um, and for, for positive. So, um, in that realm, I, there, even, even when things are challenging, um, right, it still means that there are positive aspects to that. So to get back to where you're talking about, um, ro- romantic co- compatibility, I can look at people's charts and I can tell you where you align and I can tell you where you have stress points. I'm not going to tell you that you are not compatible. Because anyone because I feel like whatever relationship we are in at any given moment is the relationship we need to be in, whether it's for a week or whether it's for 60 years, you know. And so it's all vital. And we have to kind of reconfigure our concept around what uh, what a, a quote unquote successful relationship is. Right. I mean, you can have a successful relationship for I don't know let's just say for an example for a year for 5 years and you and you split up but that doesn't mean it wasn't successful it just means that it's it's run its course, right? So you know you can you have to kind of reconfigure how you even perceive these things um, in in terms of relationships. But the the most fun part about doing numerology is when I look at families. I've actually done full family readings for people, and you know I find that people that that we come in in these like these dolphin pods. You know you can tell karmically where where we all land in our family dynamics, and I can you know. just, just by reading people's numbers, I have no clue who they are. I'm like, Oh, you and this person really butt heads because you're both, And They're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. So, <laughs> always, you know, we're always true. We're always in these, you know, find ourselves in these dynamics that trigger us, that reflect back on us, that, that, that pull on us and demand growth on some level. Right. And growth doesn't happen when everything is just, you know, peachy keen. It happens when there's some stress involved. So that's a very powerful tool to be able to look at relationships and where you align and where you're there to learn. And I can also see where people are there to learn from each other certain elements, right? This element is missing from you, but it's here in your partner. Your partner has this missing that you have, and you're attracted to each other to fulfill those to teach each other about those certain those certain concepts or certain mm-hmm. lessons. So it's very powerful in that, but I will never tell anyone that they're not compatible or that they're super compatible, you know, because people can have a perfect chart in compatibility and they don't end up together, you know, for whatever reason. So, that's my take on on relationships. Wow, just...
0: that actually just Oh wow, I feel like I don't need to go to the books now to look for my partner or guidance anymore <laughs> because you're right, that person is probably supposed to be in your life to teach you a lesson. I know in my past relationships that didn't work out, I'm just so thankful for those relationships because it made me the person that I'm supposed to be today. And exactly. if I were to listen to a book or numerology to tell me like, oh, it's not going to work out between you guys, like, it, that's just not the case. But there is something about an element in another person that will enhance me or teach me something. So that is, I love that answer so much. I'm also mm-hmm. curious. So how about guidance with some a career or something someone should pursue? I know this, it's not a crystal ball, like you said. Yes. It Does it help? To oh, absolutely. Help yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the the really wonderful thing again about knowing your entire numerological chart is that the life path number is kind of like your sun sign in astrology. If you're only gonna know one, it's gonna be that. It comes from your birth date, so it's it doesn't it doesn't mutate, it doesn't change. And that really indicates that your primary purpose in life, your your mission statement, what you came in to master to learn about and to evolve into. So because in the life path Path number you will have innate gifts and, and talents in this area in this certain theme that is represented by the number and then you will also have some more distinct challenges to get there so it really does take a lifetime to to achieve and master and grow into your your life path purpose and then in, in your full chart we can have what would be like in astrology like your rising sign it's called your expression or your or also it can be called your destiny number this one is really vital in ter- in terms of really guiding you into a career path that that might be best suited to you because it gives you an idea of how you'll go about doing what your life path purpose is often this is a really good number to look at if you're you know struggling or looking uh, for a career and how to focus it and how to so and yet would I I look at a whole chart like a big beautiful puzzle you know and you you see where where it works together and where it flows and where it can be kind of oppositional. And then you can work with someone to understand those qualities and then to, you know, to navigate into their best career or, or whatever it is they're working on. So yes, absolutely. With the life path um, and the expression destiny, particularly, those are really good pointers about what you would be good at in a career and what would feel good to you. Exactly.
1: So could you elaborate on what a life path number is and how people could go about calculating it for themselves also? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) So we do, if we do the life path number, just take your birth date. And of course, like every other ology on the planet, there are different ways to do things, right, within this construct. So I'll tell you the most uh, proper way that I've been trained to do the life path number. There are other ways to calculate it, but let's do it this way. So it's it's simple addition. So let's take – do you mind if I take – do you mind if I take Allie's birthday or do you
1: know? I was you- just about to ask you if you would <laughs> yes, mind reading is- ours on the okay.
2: podcast.
0: Perfect segue okay. to talk well, about I, our so- charts. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, some people are a little, you know, sketchy about that. So i no, um, get super vulnerable oh, on this yeah. show. So well, we're oh, open books. There we go. All right. You're an open book. I love it. So um, so for you, if we take your birthday, is March 8th. 1997. So uh, to calculate for those listening, just take your birthday like that. March is a three. Okay. Right. It's the third month. So you write down three and then the eighth is an eight. So you made that easy for us, Allie. And then 1997. Now you take that number and you simply add it like a, a long addition problem. So one plus nine equals what? 10, right? Okay. 10 plus 9 is the next 9. That's 19, correct? Mm -hmm. And then you add the 7 to that. So that is what?
0: 26.
2: 26. And so what you have to understand is in numerology, we're always reducing down to a one-digit number there are some exceptions uh, that we can talk about later. Those are the master numbers, but for our purposes right now, we're so, so if we're, we're, we're reducing to a one digit number. So now we have a 26, we simply uh, add again. Okay, so we take two plus six equals eight, correct? Yeah. Okay, so now we take the, the month is Mar- of March is three, the day is eight, and 1997 reduces down to the number eight. Now, to discover your life path number, we, we add those together. Three plus eight plus eight. So eight and eight is 16, 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Correct?
0: Yeah, and now you have to add those two numbers, huh? Two exactly.
2: Yep. Yeah, and you, you offer, and and we're not going to get real, 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 real in depth because that could take a while, but yours is a karmic number, which we could talk about a little bit as well. But, um, for our purposes right now, we're going to uh, once again, digit down. So it's 19 equals one plus nine equals what? 10. Mm-hmm. Correct. So you're a and, one. And people, Yeah. And people get confused about that because they're like, no, oh, I've got a 10. You're like, no, one plus zero equals one. Okay. Same if you have a twenty, a thirty, a forty. Anytime you have a zero, you still have to have to keep reducing, and it'll be the one-digit number. So, uh, so numerologically speaking, your life path number is a number one. Okay. Does that make sense to everyone? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that's how that's how you uh, that's how you. Get it. <laughs> that's how you, you do the math.
0: Calculate it. Wonderful. Feel free to elaborate on her, uh, if you want to, if you have the energy to do a chart reading well, on Ali right now.
2: I always have the energy, but you, you stop me when we're done. I'm going to give you a kind of a, a tertiary view because it, you know, we can we can go on for, for hours because <laughs> fun uh, and it is fun. And usually, so with the life path number... Again, I'll just talk about the, the one, I won't go into the karmic aspect. We could talk about that later. If you, if you want to, if if, if we have time, so the one, we're going to go with the basic foundational uh, energy of the one and the one in numerology is, um, is what I call the leader. You are all about number one. You are the, you, we, we use numbers one through nine. So you are the beginning. Okay, so one, whenever you see one, whenever you're dealing with one, it is initiation energy. It is all about initiation, um, action. It's all about independence, extracting from dependence. It's about individuality. The one is the entrepreneur, the pioneer, the idea person. Okay, so you're here to to really tap into your sense of creativity and also your self-confidence, because as as counterintuitive as it may seem, the one has um, a lot of worthiness issues. Uh, While they can, while they're the ones who are out front, they're the leaders, right? You are, you're the one we want to, to be running things. (laughs) We want you to be the leader. And yet you have to figure out your life. Your life's work is to figure out how that works properly. And because it's your life path, you're going to have some significant um, obstacles there and stumbling blocks. And what I find usually is number one with the number one is that you come from the school of hard knocks. You're like the person who's signed up uh, to be a professional boxer, not a florist. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So you're going to get knocked down a lot over and over and over and over again. And the reason for that is because, who, you know, the pioneer, the, the inventors, the ones it's all about timing, isn't it? It's all about failing forward anyone who invents anything, anyone who, who is the leader in something is always going to be the odd one out, right? It takes a while for people to catch up. If, if there's, if there's one thing, if there's one piece of advice for you as a one is that, that, that is to number one, embrace your weird, right? And number two is any, what is the one thing that you have always wanted to, that you've been embarrassed about uh, yourself from a kid onward? And that's the thing, that is your superpower. Mm, that's the thing so you've,
1: interesting. Yeah,
2: the thing that you've tried to hide and mask and, you know, make normal and all of that, that is your superpower. That is what you should be actually bringing to the surface and capitalizing on. But most ones don't really get that for a while. And ones go through what I call like a a three-tiered developmental process. Number one is now, while, we all have to do this and as humans, you have it more intensely, and that's you wake up, <laughs> you you're a kid in a family or in a situation or in something where you're like, "Holy crap, this is just not me, yeah. whether it's. religion or whether it's just the family dynamics at themselves or whether it's the school or whether it, whatever it is, it's like, this isn't what happened here. I am not. And then you go through, so you got to figure that out first. You finally got to figure out that, no, I don't belong here. Isn't there a song like that, but I don't belong here. But, um, Yeah. But then, but then you, then you go into the second level, which is, uh, rebellion or revolt. And that's when you're searching for like, well, if I'm not that, then what am I? Right. And that can last for a heck of a long time <laughs> for some people. Um, and yet when you get through that and can determine and extract yourself, um, from the dependence you feel on that and not in a in a Screw you. I never want to deal with you ever again. It's in a healthy way, in a healthy detachment where you can extrapolate and individuate yourself in a healthy way. Only then can you then go on your road to achievement that you that is your birthright as a one. And that's when you, um, you know, can formulate the self-confidence and the skill set that it's going to take to get you where you want to be, because you are a fountain of ideas. Your highest and best use is when you can galvanize people around you and get your idea or product, um, whatever is service up and running and then move on to the next thing or to take it really, really to the next level. So, you know, you are that, um, that entrepreneurial spirit, but it's not easy, Right. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And now so with... In her head, nope. <laughs> So with numerology, the really super cool thing I find about it also is that while it can give you the optimal, right? This is what you're shooting for. This is your mission statement. It also provides you with the, the pitfalls, the, the tendencies you'll have, the obstacles over and over again. And I find that people benefit from that as much as they do about the optimal because they're like, oh, crap, that's why I do that over and over again. Or they'll, they'll say, oh, that's not just a throwaway thing. Right. That's something I really need to focus on. And so for the one, the, the number one thing uh, about the one is that is ego, because the one is all about number one. So when it, when it tips the scales over over on the on the, you know, the destructive end, the one one can really be the ultimate narcissist. They, they'll be the people who can only see themselves <laughs> in the mirror and that is it. They can't deal with other people. They can't do it in that way. They are, they are the, the, you know, the, the, the ones they can, when they're feeling very under attack or lacking self confidence, very cynical. Very judgmental, pushing back on everyone, being, you know, that kind of cesspool of negativity. Um, and a one can also, because your thinkers can kind of struggle with addictions if they're usually alcohol, if they're not really in their game in terms of using their creative energy. Because if it's being blocked, um, it's got, you know, all that energy has got to go somewhere. And, uh, if, if it needs to be numbed out, that's usually what'll happen. Um, and, and yet the one is, um, again, the consummate inventor, um, the one you want on your, on the team to lead and to direct and to galvanize people for a common goal if they're in their game. Right. That's kind of the short version for the one. Does that make sense
1: to you? It does. And I feel like, listening to this, it's so interesting because um, I definitely growing up felt that sort of I'm an alien sense. um, (laughs) And it was like this creative energy was so um, built up inside of me. And if I didn't release it somehow through any sort of creative modality, like the energy would turn into something else um, and something like more of a negative emotion or whatever it was. And so I think that my greatest Path to wellness and growth, and starting to truly feel a sense of worthiness the past few years has been through like cultivating that relationship to creativity and fully expressing it like throughout the day and kind of honoring that, like almost by honoring individuality um, instead of trying to escape it.
2: If that makes and sense. Yeah. And understanding that you are meant to, um, to, to be empowered as an individual, you are meant to embody independence. Now that doesn't mean you can't be in relationship. It means that you are a strong standalone. Even in relationship that, and, and in that regard, you will, you know, your challenge in relationship is to attract someone who's of your level, because usually a, a one will attract people who are more followers or kind of like students. Um, and then it runs its course. Right. Uh, It's I mean, I think about someone just to use a silly example. um, George Clooney is a one life path. And think about his I know he's older now, but he's you know, he's gone through all he used to date, you know, what waitresses and everything else. I have no no problem with waitresses. There's no no issue at all. And yet for him, he finally found his his, you know, his I don't know, his partner, um, with this woman, who's a lawyer, who's more of more intellectually, spiritually, financially in that realm. And so it seems, and who knows what will happen with their relationship, but I'm just saying that, you know, oftentimes that's a rubric that happens with a one that they'll choose people who are not their equals. And so it doesn't, it doesn't work out because you're not, you're not dealing with um, someone who's, who's on an equal playing field as you are. Um, and so, so, so that, that will happen relationship wise with one. And it's just good to know that even though you are here to make your way and be very independent, um, you make a, a very good marriage partner or whatever relationship partner, however you want to say it, um, when you can, when you can honor that, that individuality in you and, and, uh, not be codependent because that's one of the flip sides. Also, of the one is that as odd as it sounds, a one can be very codependent really relationships. Um, and so it's learning how to stand up and, and stand alone and stand in, you know, in, in that regard. And the, the other interesting thing is just real quick is that we, we also look at cycles and, and let's just look at very quickly at your personal year cycle. That's the most immediate one that, um, I kind of liken it to knowing the, theme to your party. So, um, we go through nine year cycles in our lives. At least that's what we feel numerologically speaking. And for you, you are entering into this year as a number four for you. So it's all your theme and what you're probably feeling pretty intensely is this is a, this is a pretty serious, hardworking structures year for you. I bet you're already feeling out of this suit, right?
1: Okay. I, I can't. That's hilarious. <laughs> the the past few weeks, like, I'm, I'm a very, you know, like, wing it type of person. But the minute January 1st happened, all of a sudden I sat down and I was like, I'm going to figure out every detail of structure in my life.
2: Awesome. So you're see, and it's funny because often we're 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 experiencing the energy whether we know it or not. It's just that when you can then put some parameters around it and go, oh, okay, great. You know, give me some tips about how to optimize that because yeah, for you that's perfect that you're sitting down. It's a it's a foundation pouring year. So it's like a time where you sit down and organize and manage and and all the systems and everything that you set up right now are are going to be fairly grouped. But they're so satisfying for a job well done, number one. And then number two is that at the end of the year, you are going to have when you've done your tasks, you are your life is going to be so much more effective and so much easier for the next 5 years and beyond that Ooh. you've set up <laughs> you get right
1: star Allie. Ooh, yeah. you, can, you can ask so, Raquel. I've been, like locked in my room like doing numbers and things i've never done before <laughs> i know she's like
0: look at this <laughs> budget sheet i created
1: <laughs> like yes yeah.
2: you like here it is so i uh, so you're in it you're you're in it yeah. to but i just wanted to say that that is so and and yet it's also the four also governs health So, um, another heads up for you is that don't, don't, you can really get lost in overwork and burning the midnight oil. You've got to take breaks. You've got to take care of your health and you've got to, you've got to really plan that, put that into your color coding file, you know, in your calendar, when you're planning everything else and doing your Excel spreadsheets, you've got to plan out your, your rest and relaxation times, or it will take a physical toll on you. Okay. So
1: good about
2: that. Thank you. Okay. Wow. you Did that just... answer your question about the life path? We kind of went all <laughs>
1: I mean, you've so. just nailed my entire
2: life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, though. I mean, with your other numbers and that's the, you know, the fast. Well, if I can just do like a two minute thing, maybe, because what's what's so fascinating to me about numerology is then we get. So you've got that life path is the one your expression is a three. So the flavor, the manner in which you're going to go about it is, the is three is the communicator. All about joyful self-expression. All about emotional sensitivity. You're natural at writing, at at expressing. It's it's the number of joy. It's all about um, it, it's it's all about being in the spotlight and communicating on on a higher level. And so when I would see uh, if I were to see that and say, well, you're meant to take the lead in some field that um that is going to use your creativity and your communication skills on the, I mean, again, we would get much more in depth. But that would be, that would be the, 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 tandem, um, of those two numbers together. Then down, then the, your other number here is a soul urge number. It is also a number one. So that's not, um, you know, sometimes we have repeating numbers in our charts and it just gives me the indication that you really come here to do this thing. <laughs> this, yes. She
0: has this number one thing. thing. All of this is resonating.
2: So strongly. yeah, Keep and going. so down, yeah, down deep, you need to achieve, you need to, you know, make things happen. You need to create, you need to be in the lead. You need to take charge. So those things are, are going to be pressing for you. And yet you'll also have kind of double the pleasures and double the challenges that, that go with that particular number. Right. And then to add fuel to that fire, you've got the birthday number. And this is the last one we'll talk about for this, for this, um, for this part of it, but but the birthday number is an eight and the eight is the money number um, <laughs> To not put too fine a color on it, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, I call the eight the powerhouse. The eight is learning all about material manifestation, so it's all about money, power, control, authority. It's very intense. I would think with your one, with your ones, with your three, and with your eight, you don't have to say it on air, but I would think you're growing up had some. Um, pretty intense challenges. Very Um, intense. I I will say anything. It's fine. (laughs) Um, From your numbers, I would think it was not easy street. Let's put it that way.
0: We're going to take a quick break to share our love for our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, who has an amazing giveaway for three of our sponsors. And a side note, I'm honestly super skeptical about any brand that claims to be the cure or the magical elixir to all your issues, but seriously guys, Hum really does seem to heal almost all. I... I'm going to be honest right now. I have had terrible digestion and chronic bloating since I got back from Bali a few months ago, and it put me in a funk for a while. So when a friend recommended Hum to me, I took. I decided to take the Flatter Me and Gut Instinct tablets, and now well, let's just say
1: I run a little more smoothly. And Hum is offering three of our listeners three months of $150 worth of Hum products for free, which is amazing. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast on iTunes send a screenshot to info at your own magic dot life and tell us that you want to submit for the hum
0: giveaway yes and don't forget about receiving 20% off hum nutrition with our promo code magic
1: yeah and when you were talking about um those challenges in the beginning and kind of like what you're most embarrassed about is your superpower I just thought about creativity and sensitivity is really, like, what I was most ashamed of as a kid, um, was how sensitive yeah. I am. Like, why would I walk into a room and just, like, I would literally cling to my mom's leg because I could, like, feel someone, whatever they were feeling on the other side of the room. Yeah. So learning to be empowered by that in the past few years, I think, has been one of the greatest um, shifts towards that growth.
2: Yeah. And it's a great gift. And it's also a big challenge to protect yourself from that, to, to learn, to take that in and yet also protect yourself at the same time, a constant lesson in life. Right.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) she has the tools Mm -hmm. daily. And I love your new, your, you were talking earlier about how you use numerology for your cleansing to cleanse from those energies. And I think that that might be a new tool in our toolbox that we'll try out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, so that's, so that's, so that's Allie, like in a very, very, very brief, um, Mm -hmm. moment.
1: Wow, you just, I got so much out of that. Thank you. I feel so, I can't even, there aren't words and I have many words most of the time. So thank you for making me wordless. <laughs> well,
2: that's, that's, that's a, that's a strange honor, but yeah, thank, thank you.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I really do just want to honor you. Like you're so in tune with what you do and you really express it in such a loving and clear way and so I think our listeners are definitely going to get a lot out of cultivating a relationship to numerology
2: yeah yeah it, it really is a wonderful tool and again you can you can use it as you need it you know so um I love it for that I really do
1: and Raquel's a one too so that kind of
2: I know <laughs>
1: yeah you- <laughs> So now we know about the life
2: path number one. I love well, that. Well, yeah, we know about the life path number one, but you have some, uh, some karmic numbers as well, but your, your birthday number is, is, uh, a one also. So you've got the double ones and yet your, your little, um, difference or wild card here is that you have repeating sevens. So the number seven, so you've got the one life path. Just to avoid confusion right. and your expression or destiny, how you'll go about doing that, taking the lead, being the innovator, all of that is going to be through the energy of the seven. And the seven is your, uh, who I call the spiritual seeker. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah. Isn't that a shocker? You know, Such um, a yeah. It's such a stretch from what you're doing. Um, and, uh, but I love that because you're very young and a lot of people don't get it um, very young. It takes, uh, you know, a few knocks on the head to get it. <laughs> um, and so the, the seven very, very basically, and you also just to add to that your soul urge is also the seven. So you've got two sevens and two ones, um, in this, in this brief chart reading um and so the life path is that one you, you express it with the 7 who's the spiritual seeker that is i like to say that the you're here to learn trust and openness okay uh first of all
0: uh, <laughs> Allie's making a face like yep
2: <laughs> she's doing the eye roll over there oh, i can yeah. tell she,
0: has, she knows no 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 not an eye roll just a yep
2: yeah, just Felicia and
0: gets it. She's
2: on. I got it. Um, and so the seven also is a very intriguing number because it's a high spiritual vibe. I still like to say that you that really you kind of checked in here on an internal journey. The seven is, you know, the the entire process of the life with the seven in your chart is uh know thyself. And so it's a constant, you're constantly, you're like one of those kids. I don't know what I saw. One time I went to a children's museum years ago and they, they had some sign on the wall that said something about the average three year old asks, you know, 389 questions per day or something like that, you know, and you're like that. I mean, whether it's, and usually it's internally. Yeah. Um, often, often the seven, um, projects as a little more introverted. Um, um, often, I don't know if you, I think with the one you may, you may counterbalance with that, but the one, um, the seven is, that spiritual seeker and the interesting thing about the seven is that it's highly data-driven and analytical so i'm sure as ali is like i'm doing you know i'm over here doing the excel spreadsheet for the first time you're like uh, like what took you so long <laughs> so. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Cause you're, you're all about the Excel spreadsheet. And, um, and so very data driven. I like to say that the mantra for the seven is, well, if we're all spiritual beings in a physical body, prove it. Right. Whoa. <laughs> so you're very analytical, very data driven. And then the very intriguing twist is that the seven is super psychic and highly intuitive. And so you spend your, the seven, when you have a seven in your chart, you spend a a good portion of time, um, attempting to understand both, understand that you have both to develop both and then to integrate both because that's where your, your power and wisdom comes in. When you can integrate the intuitive and the data and make it work like this kind of seamless dance team and it, and it doesn't happen in a weekend workshop. Right. It, it happens over time and with a lot of work and a lot of experience where a lot of sevens opt for one or the other. Either they're totally airy fairy or they're just like nothing exists other than this computer screen and this Excel spreadsheet or whatever you want to call it. If we want to keep going back to that. But um, but the, but then they start getting these intuitive things these psychic hits, it's everything they can't explain it. And it starts really driving them nuts, you know? And so it's this really interesting, um, balance of, of, um, inviting both, both of those elements and aspects in. And part of the thing about the seven is that you're just on a, I mean, both with the one and the seven, you're on a different wavelength than most people and people misread you a lot. Like they think maybe you're stuck up or you're, you know, distant or you, you know, whatever, but actually you're just processing, 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 and kind of observing and kind of, uh, you know, uh, holding back a little bit because you, you haven't made a determination yet. You know what I mean? So, um, does that kind of Absolutely. Make sense to you?
0: Every word. And it's interesting in my, for my 2018 intentions and goals I did write down, um, develop and really connect more with my medium psychic channeling abilities.
2: Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Because
0: that has been really tugging at me, but you're right. Before my earlier days, I was so analytical and I was like, there's no way. I just thought all the airy fairy stuff was silly and nonsense. And now I am the one of the areas fairest of them all
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh ain't that always the way it works but
0: also the distant thing a lot of people do think that I'm very distant but uh, most people that I do surround myself with luckily understand that I just need to hermit myself most of the time Allie definitely honors this yeah you
2: need you need that you need unplug time um you know the kind of the mantra to the seven is just leave me alone.
0: <laughs> for, well, I love that, <laughs> but it has for, nothing to do with you. I just yeah. need to
1: process.
2: <laughs> right, and you need that. Anything near water, you know, ba- even if you—I don't know where you live—but um, near water is great. Nature is great. For you. you really need to um, to allow your mind to relax because you're just with the one and the seven. Oh my God. I mean, do, are, can you sleep? Are you an insomniac? I am right.
0: an insomniac. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. but I do sleep better, especially we live in Hawaii. So I do spend my days in ah. there after we do a little bit of work and then.
2: Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Oh, <laughs> good for you.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad and, to know that I'm aligned with that. This is very Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then your personal year, I would ask you what was going on two years ago.
0: Oh, you had a, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. dear. That was one of the. Ali and I were talking last night about my many lives. Ali and I were talking last night about our, my many lives.
2: Yes. And yes.
0: A couple years ago was definitely one of them where I was totally different. I just I. That was when I had my severe eating disorder and oh. really disconnecting from the world.
2: Okay. Okay. Good, And now you're, you're resolved from, from that. It's interesting because often the seven, and I just want to validate this for you because the seven, um, the flip side to the seven is because you are here to do a deep dive spiritually on your, with yourself and with the the world. (laughs) Um, often that there's, um, there's pushback on that and that results in extreme superficiality. Skimming, skimming the surface. I like to say that the uh, an off track seven is like and and no no offense to the Real Housewives of whatever, but it reminds me of like a whole group, you know, a whole room full of the Real Housewives of fill in the blank. You know, all the plastic surgery, the wine is flowing, the the gossip and the cattiness, and you know all of that. It's so surface, so superficial.
0: That's actually where I saw my life headed when I was in high school. I was like, oh, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna be one. Of those
2: housewives. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and again, I, am not, you know, no judgment right. there, but it is, but it is one of those things where there's nothing below the surface there. And once you start digging underneath uh, there, there, there's processing and, and, and pain that has to come out, right? Um, if we're all, you guys, we're all humans and we have that. So the seven, um, often will, uh, trip into doing anything to make the surface look good. Um to avoid what's underneath. And sometimes that comes with, you know, excesses in, in with, with eating and with, you know, wardrobe and with whatever, you know, whatever that is. So um, it's interesting that you dealt with that because now now you know. You know, you had that you had the option to go to go you had the, the fork in the road, so to speak. I can go here or I can go here. And you chose, you know, the other the other road. So there you go.
0: Alicia, wow! That actually means so much to hear, knowing that I am on the right track. Yeah, well, in LA, living that world anymore
2: living that world. And so that was two years ago. That was the, that was a transitional cycle for you. That was the end of a, uh, a nine personal year. Last year was a one. So you're initiating uh, one year and this year is a two. So this year for you, hopefully can be a little bit more restful. Okay, <laughs> uh, good. And, and what I mean by that is that it, you're a little bit, you, you, it, are, do you consider yourself kind of type A? I mean, you're a doer. So sometimes a two year can drive people who are real type A a little bit nutty because it really is a year to develop patience. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Everybody gives uh, me another look. She doesn't everton, like the word patience. Exactly. No.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Everyone loves patience, Right. And, um, and so it's your, your year to develop patience. It's also a year where you will have like, things can go along as usual, you know, and yet there'll be some weird kind of delays or frustrations or something that goes off the chain, you know, that you have to wait on and everything. It's kind of like the tar walking year, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. But if you can anticipate that it can be less frustrating and the, and the, and yet the, what you need to then move your Your focus over to is last year. Well, the past three years for you have been more about you and positioning yourself and really, you know, moving you into your next phase. This year is really earmarked for us. It's, it's more of, of an us year rather than a me year. It's where relationships love. I don't know if you're seeing anyone or even want to, it's a year where relationships take uh, the helm. Uh, Maybe you meet someone and start dating and take the time, you know, to get to know each other on business. This for, for business, this is a great year for actually honestly networking and really cherry picking your tribe right? Who do you really want to be working with? Who do you really want to be associated with, you know, rather than the tertiary little email or whatever, how do you, you know, to socialize with people, to network, um, and, and that that's, it's a really favored year for that. So, um, it's very emotions centered rather than doing centered. So that's really the, the theme for your year.
0: This aligns so much with my other astro or astrological charts. That's yeah, so it's amazing it's, to
2: know. Isn't that amazing? It's yes. so funny because I know just enough astrology to be dangerous, to be honest, and I— I, I'm, I mean, I'm the resident numerologist on AstroStyle.com, and it's Tali, um, Tally and Ophi Edut, and they're the Astro twins. They're actually identical twins, and, um, and yet they, they, they joke with me, or I joke with them, that once you know both your numerology and your astrology, you're out of excuses.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's brilliant, and that's so true. And you guys are dangerous. You're walking weapons that just know. That's so great.
2: It's funny. You you have to have a sense of humor about everything. I so. love
0: it. I love it all. Oh my gosh. I'm just soaking it up. And I'm just so, I, I'm fascinated that both Allie and I are, well, we're business partners, but we're both ones. And you said, yes. that's so interesting.
2: It is. And so, you know, for me, if you were, if you were coming to me and going, how do we, you know, as a team building thing, I was again, like what I said to you prior is that, Ali is more the the money gal and you're more the spirit gal. And if you know that about each other, you can tag team on that, right? You can become the yin and yang and you can be a very strong force and a strong presence as part as partners in partnership. And then what you have to understand about you both being the ones is that, you know, your propensity is to want to be the leader, the one. And so how do you negotiate that together? Right? How do you go, okay, I know that we both like to be in charge, so I'm going to be in charge of XYZ and you're going to be in charge of ABC and then we'll converge on whatever. And so this will, this will, you know, modulate our, the power structure with our relationship. And, you know, those are the things that I think numerology can help us with is to understand where our strengths are and to capitalize on those and then to see where maybe our weaknesses are and to and to, you know, modulate that and to attempt to bring in support um, for those for those elements and aspects of ourselves.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for helping us out with all that. I also must say though, like, um, even though she does read as a money girl, she's one of the most spiritual seekers that I know. So th- I'm sure there's something in there about. That oh, absolutely. Her
2: yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because whenever you say money, people just, it, you know, they're like, ah, uh, you know, it's either one or one or the other, and oh. the. the whole- You know, the ultimate manifestation of the eight is to, um, is to, is again, it's, it's manifesting on the, in the material realm. So when you, and then it's going a step further that when you can take care of yourself financially, then you can start giving, right? And then you can start understanding what money means to you and what it doesn't mean to you, what it can buy and what it can't buy. I mean, it's, it's all of those very, um, intricate things that's in, that, is involved with money. And yet when I see an eight in a chart, it just means that money is going to be a focal point for this person and it's not bad. It just means that um, they're learning how to how to how to manifest in this way in and in, in hopefully a positive way so that they can do exactly what you're saying is to use it um, to to do, you know, more greater good, you know, on a spiritual level, on a humanitarian level, on whatever level you choose to.
1: I love that because I was talking to my partner about this in the beginning of the year and he was um, saying how oftentimes with spiritual people in order to avoid that sort of ego um, like lusting for money attachment it'll go to the other flip side of like um, confusing humbleness with not allowing yourself to make a certain level of money and so we were talking about it's just this form of energy and like um We were eating dinner at this beautiful restaurant one time, and this guy just randomly bought our dinner. And I think that's so beautiful to like buy someone's groceries, buy their dinner, like just do little nice things for people that are like, "Hey, life has got you. I appreciate you. Like here's a form of support, and pay it forward, right? Yeah, forward. Like buy someone's
2: groceries randomly, right? Just pay attention. Yeah, right. Just pay attention. Exactly.
0: I love that. Oh, one other question about numbers that we just can't let you go. We only have a few more questions plus a couple questions from our soul tribe that we have to ask a you. A few more plus a couple more. <laughs> a few more plus <laughs> a couple more. There's yeah. my math. Um, <laughs> but we're just so curious about the numbers of 44 and 444 because we see them everywhere. In fact, our membership site where we provide guided meditations, not to plug or anything, but that is $4.44 mm-hmm. because oh, we yeah. every single single Day on license plates, on telephone numbers, which my telephone number has 444 in it, um, and on the clock. Every single day we see 444 on the clock, so one of us texts each other, Happy 444. You started reading my chart at
2: 1144, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome. It's so, and, and what I really. It, 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 lightens things, doesn't it? It makes you feel like, like things are flowing, like things are, when you start seeing these repeating numbers, whatever they are for you, um, whoever's out there who sees repeating numbers, eleven eleven is a particular one that people will see, but, um, it's, it, it really kind of gets you in the groove of, again, what, what we were just talking about paying attention, You know, just not blazing through in busyness all the time and to pay attention to these very real signs that we get on a consistent basis (laughs) um, from from other realms that are here to support us and validate us. And basically the four, you know, it, it is. It's the four when you see it repeating, it is giving you um, the message that there is an inflow of both spiritual and material gifts that when you are focused on your higher purpose. Uh, which you apparently are that it, it the 444 four, four is giving you the uh, is is giving you the message that you are s- cosmically supported in in your in your endeavors that you are being you are being um, supported in that way energetically and it's giving you the power and the determination to do that and opening doors for you on that and yet the 444 four, four also indicates because the four is the number of structure hard work Remember that systems building that it's not just going to fall in your lap, that it, that you're being told that keep going, keep doing what you're doing and putting the effort into it, putting the concerted work and everything. And, and you're, and this, we're giving you the, the wild thumbs up, right? That you're doing the right thing and that you are manifesting the right thing. And we will help you manifest your, your highest dreams and goals in this way. So
1: it's like a high five know, from your spiritual benefactors. Yes, <laughs> it
2: really is. And all of the repeating numbers have this, this, that overarching quotient to it. It's like, yeah, just listen. But um, I, you know, and I don't know this person, I don't know why I feel compelled to, but there's a, a numerologist named Atlanta Fairchild. She writes a book called That's Messages. Like, oh,
1: wait. My. Yep, that's this what is your card does. Yeah, this okay. is huge. We well, love her. Oh, okay. Well. well yeah. Okay. So there's this roomy oracle deck. Um, I bought hey. it when I was like 15 in Venice, and have been using yeah. it ever since. And there are 44 cards in the deck.
0: And me. it's pure magic. We had no idea, by the way, that it had 44 car- card deck. Uh, 44 fort. cards in the deck until months <laughs> after we've been seeing 44.
2: Okay, there you go. So, you know, there are no coincidences and, uh, in that regard, but I, I was just going to suggest if you don't have her book, it's just really a wonderful book that gets really, really much more in depth about the numbers, the repeating numbers and how they show up and when they show up, it's called messages in the numbers. The universe is talking to you and, um, I, I really love the book, and I'm not a total expert in repeating numbers. She obviously is, and I, I love. You know, I'm always learning, learning, learning. But if you really want to dig, dig deep, um, I would suggest that book. She's really great. Ah, thank you.
1: I'm wow, that is such a crazy synchronicity. We'll be getting your book and her book. Yes. <laughs> um, so, speaking of just like using that as confirmation that you're on the right path and supporting yourself and really bringing out more light within each individual soul. Um, Our world obviously needs a great deal of healing right now with all of this chaos, the fires, storms, massacres, everything that's occurring. Is there anything that numerology could tell us about how best to handle and just offer more love to heal the world as individuals?
2: You know, I think that... (sighs) Yes. And, and yet let me put it into two columns. Okay. So number one, I'll, I'll do the, I'll do the, the yes. And then the disclaimer. So yes, is I feel, um, on a very, very basic level, just doing what we're doing right now. Just, just talking, just communicating, just, um, um, uh, engaging with, uh, with people with a wider community of like-minded people with supporting each other through this process, um, with doing, using these spiritual tools to, 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 improve ourselves on a very, um, you know, microcosmic level, because as we know, and as corny as it may sound, it all begins with us, with each individual, right? If we don't love ourselves, we can't love anyone else. If we're violent to ourselves, we will be violent to others. It just starts within. So if we can use a tool to heal our from within that's the only way that we can start healing healing elsewhere right and so it really does begin with all of us individually taking taking the time the effort and the inclination and having the desire to um to do that to evolve so numerology and and other other modalities can help us that. Definitely. What I do want to also observe is that a lot of people love the the gloom and doomsday stuff, right? And the, you know, the the numerology, this is a, an evil number and it's a this and a that. And I get that a lot and it, it bothers me because I just don't feel, um, I just don't feel that way. And I feel like we can tune in to, um, to different elements and different aspects. We can get a lot of like for instance let's just this year is a we have universal years in numerology um, that, that give us an idea of what the permeating energy is for all of us globally and that just is an easy math problem that's you just take 2018 and add it together and it and it, it's an 11 <laughs> shocking uh, it's an 11 it's a, a master number 11 universal year so I can just say that universally right now we are in, we are in an intense transformational period. The 11 is is the number of spiritual illuminations, right? And it's the number of love. So we're really being called upon to step up, wake up, and really and really again i think that we're if we look at any if we look at any sort of astrology numerology we can see that we are all in this very very transitional transformative uh, period of time and uh, and it's and it's going to be very imperative that we opt for love rather than hate on a very basic level, that we opt for understanding the ways, you know, even with quantum physics and things that used to be so wackadoo, right, so long ago, are now becoming much more accepted even in the scientific communities. So how do we actually begin to understand this and understand that we do, everything we do it reverberates and affects everyone and everything? And until we can really, truly, truly understand that, we're going to, you know, be going on this course where this will be revealed to us. It will be exposed. And then also to resituate, and I don't mean to be like, I don't know, well, I don't want to do a disclaimer here, but what I want to say is that even with our presidential you know situation we're in in the US with all of this all of the disasters everything these are just like our personal crises they are openers for evolution right mm-hmm. We're in, when we're in our comfort zones, we aren't, we aren't doing it. (laughs) And when, when, when we are experiencing these intensities, that's when change happens. And of course, change, real change can't happen until old structures are burned to the ground. Right. But none of us like, like that process. It's very volatile, feels very uncertain. There's so much anger. There's so much everything. And yet it is a must if, you're, if anything is going to be uh, built in its place or rebuilt, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. And yet we've signed in to be part of this process. And um, it's, it, it, it's not easy. And it's not simple. And we can volley back and forth from fear um, into flow. You know, it's exactly. kind of like, yes, yeah,
0: and I'll yes. oh, keep going. You
2: no, know, I was going to say my, my yoga teacher the other night said a great thing. And he's, he said, and he quoted his teacher and he said, you know, he's gone through a really difficult year personally. His mother died, you know, all of those very real world things that we must deal with in our lives. And he said, you know, my mantra for 2018 is, is, um, soften or suffer
0: wow soften or suffer that is a perfect mantra that really resonates with this year soften or suffer especially since the number 11 I'm- we interrupt this episode to thank our sponsor and our new go-to magical liquid elixir four sigmatic tribe did you know that buddhist monks drink the mushroom lion's mane to enhance their focus during meditation and improve memory
1: And there's a whole kingdom of mushrooms like reishi, also known as liquid yoga, as I like to call it, Mm -hmm. that have been time-tested and are scientifically proven to help alleviate stress and activate sleep cycles. It's almost like a safe tranquilizer for the brain.
0: And it's no secret that Allie and I are unabashed coffee addicts. We're lovers, which I guess is a better term. We're coffee lovers, and we wonder why it's noon 45 and we just can't focus and we have these crazy jitters and stomach pains. And I even tried to switch to an organic decaf to avoid these issues, which only
1: triggered worse symptoms. But now we're free from all those jitters, crashes, and stomach issues. So we had to share with you the healing powers of mushroom coffee by Four Sigmatic, We're drinking the healthiest and best of the best mushroom coffee that provides amazing health benefits for our body and mind. It
0: is the drink for the soul. It is the drink for the soul. I love that Four Sigmatic combined a magical mix of the mushroom adaptogens with coffee. And oh, I also love their decaf too. Because for me, it's not really the caffeine so much what it is in the mornings. But it's about the taste. So midday, I mix their decaf with cordyceps and lion's mane, which I also call Allie's hair. Because, you know, and I really do think it helps me focus on your own magic work during the day
1: without the stomach pain. So I finally can just drink coffee pretty much all day. And for the matcha lovers out there, you must try their mushroom matcha mix. Such a delicious pre-yoga drink. It is soul good. Soul good. So we listed the benefits of
0: each mushroom on our blog for you at Life. But Four Sigmatic is giving the Soul Tribe a 15% discount. Thank you so much. So just go click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com. Forward slash Soul Tribe, that's F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com, forward slash Soul Tribe, and enter the discount code Soul Tribe, S O U L T R I B E. One word, no spaces, Soul Tribe, for 15% off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. Soul good. You talked about the universal number 11 and what it means, because that was actually going to be the next question from a Soul Tribe member about that. So that is good to know. Mackenzie Shea Kilbreath, you got your answer. Um, But we have another question. Oh, and I do also just want to comment. I'm glad that you told us to turn inward this year in (laughs) order to... Um, really handle and heal what is going on in out on the external surface outside of this world with all the massacres. So thank you. I agree. I couldn't agree more. That's the one thing that we can do. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, Kirk, Kirk, or Cameron Kirkpatrick, he asks, and we were talking about the number eight, but I thought that this was a very important question. I wanted him to get an answer because he said that his dad passed away over a year ago and Before he did, he continuously saw the number eight in his dreams and in his mind everywhere he went. And he's just curious what the significance of seeing that number eight represented.
2: Well, it's interesting because in this instance, I would, it's kind of like dreams and everything else. It's, there are overarching, you know, um, interpretations and then there are individual ones. Right. So I would ask Cameron what his relationship with his father was. If it was if if there was strain there, if if uh, there were, uh, you know, if when his dad passed, there were unspoken things, if he felt dominated by his dad, if he felt loved or a lack of love, those sorts of things. Right. And yet, overarchingly, the number eight is about when you see it, it's about power it's about, uh, authority. It's about abundance. And I would say that if he's seeing that his, um, before his dad dies, it, it, he's in somehow with his own sense of self-worth and, um, and it's asking him to claim, it's asking Cameron to claim his power, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what seeing that over and over. It's probably his father saying, you know, subliminally, that's not the best word, subconsciously, perhaps uh, projecting that that's the father wants, wants that for him. Right. Right. He's asking Cameron to step into himself and step into his power. Um, And that's what I would say that that message is, is there to tell him.
0: Wow, Cameron, I hope that that resonates and that you took that in and I hope you're standing in your power. We're sending so much light your way because and so sorry about the loss of your father.
2: Yeah, I'm too sorry about that. It's uh, it is a it is a life changer. It doesn't matter what your relationship is with your parent, it is a life changer. So
1: and also, just a side note, I'm not sure if this will be the same after the audio is edited, but um, right when you started talking about it, we were at one hour, eight minutes, and eight seconds. So, yes. There <laughs>
0: you go, camera. Also, she looked at the percentage of the battery, and it was at 44%.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love it. So funny.
0: So we have one last and final question for you that we ask all our guests. How would you advise our listeners to create their own magic?
2: Mm. You know, that's a great question. One of the things that I have found over and over and over again, both in my personal life and with working with so many people, is that we are so hard on ourselves. And we have these levels of weird anxiety and pushing round pegs into square holes that are detrimental to us across the board. And I think to create our own magic is to key into how we feel and to flow with that. It's like, it's almost like take, take a chill pill, everyone. You know, we all need to relax. And it's, it's almost like, you know, you seeing these repeating numbers, it, do you, I mean, do you feel stressed out when you see those repeating numbers?
0: It varies, but there are times, yeah, when we feel stressed mm-hmm. there are times where we're fine.
2: All right. Because I'm, I'm hoping that when we see, I mean, some people do, cause they like get freaked out. Like they're like, why is this happening? And what does it mean? But if you know, you know, that it's, it's, it's kind of just a validation that all is well, yes. even even when things are tumultuous, even when there's, you know, a crap show in the universe right now, there is a, a point to which you have to think that they that these, that we're flowing in some direction. And it's not that you just sit on the couch and suck your thumb and, you know, wait to die. It's not that, you know, it's that you, you actively participate and yet you, we can, we can relax into it more than we do. Um, I think mostly and mostly that's because we have preconceived notions and expectations about how things should be and they will never be that way. I don't know one person who's come to me and, and I mean, who whose life is as they thought it would be.
1: No, Not. But it becomes so much
2: better when you. It does. Work. Yeah, and and yet we still hang on to that, right? Yeah. It's like you're a dog with an old bone. It's oh. like, but I should have gotten married when I'm, you know, I should have, I should have, you know, it's all of that. And so I think the magic that we can give to ourselves is to is to is to accept where we are and know it is perfect and know that all is well. And yet listen to your gut and follow that, follow where, where, you know, because how many people do you also know that they knew they should have left that relationship X amount of years ago. They knew they, they should have done this or they should have done that. And they didn't because they weren't, they, they, they didn't trust it.
1: Mm Right. Right. I was gonna say, yeah, that it's usually like we see those numbers often in moments of stress or uncertainty, and it's kind of like the universe being like, "I got you." And so I think the power in what you're saying is allowing life to, like, kind of putting out your manifestations and what you want, but then allowing life to just create every yeah. every moment and so much trust. bigger. Yeah.
0: Yes, and also circling back to what you said much earlier about whatever your issues are, whatever situations you are in with another person you might not be compatible but just to embrace the situation of whatever you're in the circumstance the person that you're with because you're learning something from them
2: absolutely and then from you and so and and this is not to say that that it's easy (laughs) you know because we all we all do feel this sense of you know of urgency around doing certain things so it's just a matter of modulating it and um and relaxing more often than not, I suppose is, is the ultimate goal, right?
1: Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Well, we <laughs> love you so much.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. This has been this has been a pleasure.
1: Oh, such a pleasure. Thank you
0: so much, Felicia.
2: Bye Felicia.
0: <laughs> Bye Felicia. <laughs>
1: We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating
0: and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at life, and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided
1: by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at L. Don't forget the random L at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Raquel Montero. Thank you and have a magical day.